Are you doing some moves? Hey, you might need to be in the healing line here for long. <laughs> Father, everything that you spoke to me about, for these, your precious people, that today, this day, is a breakout. It's a total breakout from where they have been. And I thank you for it. Now, Lord, everything... You've been speaking to me. Let me speak it forth boldly to your people. And I thank you that they have eyes to see, ears to hear, and a heart to perceive what you're speaking to them personally and corporately. We step into that now in Jesus' name, so be it. Amen. All right, you may be seated. Thank you, guys. Man, you back are smacking them drums like I ain't never seen you smack them. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Well, we, me and Mama Alberta, we've enjoyed our time with you all again this week. It's been, we, uh, we, you know, I travel. I didn't travel much this first part of the year because the Lord told me not to. So I canceled a bunch of stuff. But we're building a building up there in phase two, uh, up there in Kansas. And uh, you all have uh, graciously participated in that, and we thank you for it. And uh, we're dancing as fast as we can up there in uh, Frankfort, Kentucky. <clears throat> but it's been good being here. It's always kind of bittersweet. Uh, when we get down to this last day, you know, Mom Alberta, you know, she'll say, well, you can go home. <laughs> well, what do you mean? But, you know, it, it, it's, it's just not just because it's Florida. We travel, you know, in some pretty nice places, Aruba, Curacao, Bonaire, right, Puerto Rico, right? some nice places as far as geographical location, but it's the people. It's the people that make the place beautiful. <clears throat> and you're beautiful to me. I carry you in my heart. I pray for you every day. Amen. And so blessed to be a part of uh, what God is doing in Pastor Jonathan and Pastor Kim's life. Uh, you know, there's a lot of pastors, they, they just preach sermons where you're getting uh, messages. Uh, you can call them sermons, but they're messages from God to you. And I have one for you <clears throat> this morning. So we've been looking at uh, destination financial wellness. Educate, guide, empower. And we've looked at our first night together Wednesday. For those of you that wasn't here, I, I, if, you, if, you, if you value uh, your success, I'd go listen to that. Uh, but we looked at how to invest wisely. And I'm not talking about the stock market. I'm talking about prepared living. Prepared living. 
And then Thursday night, uh, we looked at what? Incline living. How you got to incline your ear to get, you got to listen up at a higher level than what the world is talking. And then Friday night, it got crazy in here. <laughs> Assisted living. I, we're not talking about some nursing home or senior retirement, and, and I'm not mocking that. I'm just talking about God's got assisted living. Me and Mom Alberta have been living that way for 31 years. And uh, his assistance, he has financial assistance, medical assistance, wisdom assistance, protection assistance, any kind of assistance you need, he got it. And so uh, that's all wonderful. But uh, to go where I'm going this morning, you're well taught here. You're well taught. That helps me. But I want to go back to very familiar territory to uh, get this airplane off the runway and up in the air today, all right? So uh, just look at your neighbor and say, uh, turn your watch off. Some of y'all looking at me funny. I need to get this to you. I already know it. You know, I, I can go, I, we, we can dismiss right now, and I can just preach this to Pastor Jonathan over a big meal. Notice I said big meal. Right? But if I got some hungry folk in here, hungry for success, see? So let's go to Matthew 6. Matthew 6. That's where you should have that chapter highlighted and stars and underline and arrows and exclamation points. If you don't, then start meditating that chapter. I got to be careful where we start because in any verse I could just go off on. And <laughs> Matthew 6, let's just jump right to it, verse 24. No man, no woman, no mankind. So that's all inclusive. Nobody's left out of this. Nobody's exempt from what Jesus is about to say. No man can serve two masters. For either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Now, you've been taught in here about mammon, that mammon represents the Babylonian system. And if you search it out, it's talking about that lending, borrowing system. It's talking about the financial systems of the world, the borrowing system. You could easily uh, put money in there and not do that scripture any injustice. You cannot have two masters because you're going to lean towards one of them. Now, how many of you in here, Jesus is your master? How many of you in here are in debt? Okay, see, there's a struggle there, see? There's a struggle, see? Because even though Jesus is your master, 
that system, that debt out there is trying to master you. It tries to dictate and tell you what you can and cannot do versus what uh, your master Jesus can tell you to do. See? And, you know, 31 years ago, uh, the Lord challenged me and uh, Mom Alberta. We answered that challenge, and it took us, it took us, you know, a few years to get all lined out on it. You know, uh, we sold everything. We were out of debt, and we went on the mission field uh, out of debt. We were doing everything out of debt, and then I come back from the mission field, and somebody gave me a teaching series from a faith uh, uh, camp individual. Uh, talking about, yeah, general, talking about how you, how you need to borrow money. So I thought, well, he, he, he's built all this and did all that, so I, I must need to do that. So I did that and choked, about choked the life out of us. And it took us a while to get back out of that mess I'd got us in. See? And... Uh, but that was over two decades ago. I mean, I'm debt-free, living in abundance right now. Glory be to God. Our ministry is debt-free. We're building debt-free. Everything about us is debt-free. Your pastors are debt-free. This church is debt-free. Hallelujah. So it says here, no man can serve. Serve two masters. Now, it says you'll either hate or love, hold or despise. Now, I broke this down a little bit for you. People that are totally dependent on the world's service system hate and despise heaven's service system message and lifestyles. Notice I put in there totally dependent. In other words, people that are trapped in that world system, they don't like hearing me preach. That are totally dependent. Now, if, you're to if you come in here and you're totally dependent, you, you, know, uh, you know, you got a mortgage here or, uh, you know, car note there or school loan here or credit cards maxed out, so on and so forth, uh, and, and you fed up with it, then, then I might make you mad in a few things I say, but you're, gonna, you're saying, well, hey, uh, if, if that white boy can do it, maybe I can do that thing too if I listen to what he's saying. <laughs> because we weren't born in wealthy families. We don't have no business on the side. We weren't left in inheritance. We don't have any uh, natural investments, but we got over $2 million invested in the kingdom. That's after giving everything away. Hello? And we're harvesting every day off of that. But I look, I look forward to when I can write a $2 million check. Uh, see, I started losing folk right there. Let's get back to here. People that are totally dependent on the world's service system hate Notice I said service system. Hate and despise heaven's service system, message, and lifestyles. Uh, 
But contrary to that, people that are totally dependent on heavens. Next one. People that are totally de dependent on the heaven service system hate and despise the world service system message and lifestyles. See, I hate that. I hate it. I despise it. There's an anger inside of me when I see God's people in that kind of bondage. Because I know what it does. You know, in uh, 26 years of pastoring, most of the marriage counseling, the root of it is finances. And it's never been too much. It's a lack thereof. Come on now. Husband out there working as hard as he can or he ain't working. One of the two. Just look straight ahead. One of the two, right? And he, you know, he's doing everything he know how to do. She's at home or whatever, you know, and, and she's trying to uh, make, make that macaroni, uh, you know, into a, uh, multiply that thing, and, you know, and kids are looking at it like, uh, that, that, that ain't what we saw on TV. I mean, why can't we have that? Right? And the pressure. And then here comes school again. Birthdays, Christmas, and forget about, forget about the wedding anniversary. That ain't, you know, candy bar. Here's your favorite candy bar. Huh. What you mean candy bar? See, do you hate that debt? Do you despise it? See? People, the third one, people that are totally dependent on the, on the heaven service system love and hold heaven service system message and lifestyles. They love it. That's what they're loving and holding to, right? Now, you would think how these are contrary. The fourth one's different. People that are totally dependent on the world's services, they hate it. They despise it. They hate it and despise it. I'm talking about those that are totally dependent on it. I ain't talking about the ones that are making the money off of it. They hate it. But yet when the prophet of God comes along, well, he's just after my money. Really? Hey, let me help you out. I rode in here like I did last year and year before that and year before that and year before that. And I'll ride in here next year and year after that and year after that. And it ain't because of the offerings that I'm getting here. See? So 
now watch this and, and, and understand this. So there, there, there's, there's competition here between two masters. See, now Jesus is talking about serving. Serving. All right. Uh, go to Ephesians. Chapter 6. Ephesians chapter 6. Let's just jump to verse 7. Now, this is goodwill. This is God's goodwill. With goodwill, doing what? Okay, then this is an important word there. Because when you serve, you're doing service. You know, when somebody's serving a table, they, they put out the service. For having me. We're having a church service. And yet, in the world, there are things that uh, are like utilities. You have water service. You have uh, gas service. These are services, right? Well, look at it. It says, with goodwill doing service as to the Lord and not to men. So God's good will for you and I is to service the Lord, serve the Lord, service the Lord. The Bible says present your body's living sacrifice, which is your reasonable service, right? So we are to be serving the Lord, right? Right? And most Christians Take that as telling somebody about Jesus. Well, that's wonderful. But your ability to tell somebody about Jesus is limited to how much money you have. When Jesus said, go ye into all the world, that's money. Most people can't go ye to the to, to across town. Come on now. Come on now. You see some of y'all scouring at me already. It's early now. It's, it's got a happy ending. It's your breakout day. Hallelujah. And so uh, there's a difference. Being, look, at, look at verse 6. Not with eye service as men pleasers, but as the servants of Christ doing the will of God from the heart with good will doing service as to the Lord, not to men. Well, everything I do, I do as unto the Lord. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. I get that. But, uh, yeah, I do it from my heart. Well, the Bible says where your treasure is. Yeah. 
Somebody go outside and see if this sign says, yeah, right. Where, 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 where you at? I'm on your side. I saw all kinds of hands go up when I said, who's in debt here now? Right? <laughs> Mom Alberta taking up for you up front here. Leave them alone now, honey. All right. I had to get mad to come out. You can't straddle the fence on this stuff. See, I was I was raised with full service stations. Nowadays, you have self-serve stations. And that's the way churches are. They're self-serve stations. They go in there and just, you know, serve themselves. But this is a full service station. If you can't see out your windshield, we're going to clean it. We're going to check your oil. We're going to make sure there's proper air in your tires. <laughs> Hallelujah. Full gospel. Now, watch this. Exodus. Let me get you really mad. That way the happy ending, you'll, you'll shout. You ever see the coach when the team's behind? He ain't, he ain't sitting over like, oh, come on, guys. He's shouting. What's wrong with you? Exodus chapter 1. Oh, boy, here we go. Exodus chapter 1. We're talking about service living this morning. Not surface, service living. How you, how you can live serving God unhindered. Where visa ain't dictating to you. Where that car payment ain't dictating to you. Hello? See? Exodus chapter 1. Are you there? Yes, sir. I'm just setting the stage where we're going. Now, God's people are in bondage, are they not here? And we see uh, in verse 13, and the Egyptians, Egypt represents the world, <clears throat> spirit of the world, and the Egyptians made the children of Israel to what? Now, now this, that's a key word now. Or to do service. With what? Now let me give you a definition of rigor. To make you, to, to fire you up. A condition that makes life difficult, challenging, and uncomfortable. 
So if you are here this morning and your condition is life is difficult, challenging, and uncomfortable, it's that world system out there somehow that's had an effect on your life. Come on now. See? Now watch this. Verse 14. And they made their lives bitter with hard bondage in mortar and in brick and in all manner of all manner of service in the field, all their service wherein they made them serve was with rigor. This is God's people. And I'm telling you, a lot of God's people are still right there. Jumping up and down, saying they're free. Whom the Son says free is free indeed. That's wonderful. It's true. But you can be free from sin and be in bondage with something else. Come on now. See, I don't like nothing having a hold on me. Man, I, I had alcohol had a hold on me. Drugs had a hold on me. Gambling had a hold on me. Pornography had a hold on me. All that mess had a hold on me. See? And when I got free, what happened there? See? And so, uh, I'm telling you, it's nice to reach my hands in my pocket. And pull out something more than just dust. I like being able to go into a restaurant and just take care of however many. It don't make no difference to me. And I'm not having to compute the numbers. I like that. See? But that didn't happen just because I found out that my God supplies all my needs according to his riches and glory. See? There's a breaking out that has to happen. And there are breakouts. Now watch this. You can be out of debt uh, this morning, but there's a breakout from where you're at right now. You, you've, you've, you've gotten into this season of, okay, I'm out of debt, and this is good. This is better than before. But now God's coming to you and saying, uh, uh, you need to break out to the, to the higher level. This Are you following what I'm saying? So, uh, right here, they made their lives bitter. Right? Now that brings us to our message. That's, that, was, that was getting the airplane out on the runway. Now let's, let's get this thing up. Galatians. Galatians. I mean, do you understand how the lending system operates? Do you understand? Let me, all right, let me, let me explain. <clears throat> In just the simplest form, 
because there's many avenues of what I'm about to say. Rich people put money in a bank. And the bank says, we'll give you this percentage for it being in our bank. In other words, you let us use your money, and we'll make your money. We'll give you 2%, 3%, maybe. Right? And if you lock it down in a CD for five years, we might, we might go to 3.75 or whatever. Right? But the rich... Well, we don't need this in the closet. So they put it they put it in a bank. I'm just talking there's many avenues of investment, but we're just talking simplified. Right? So the rich are making money because they put it in the bank. Now the bank is gonna make money, right? Off of you come dancing in there. And they're offering you a loan at X amount percent, right? Right? And they want to know your mother's maiden name. Want to know last time you had a physical checkup, how's your heart doing? We don't want to give you a 30-year if you ain't got but three years left. Where'd he go? <laughs> right? And so you're paying twice probably interest of what they're paying the rich folk to put the money in the bank. Right? So rich folk put money in a bank, they're getting money. Bank loans it out to this individual, right? And they making money. So what's this guy got to do? Where his money going to come from? He got to go, he got to go make money because ain't nobody giving him no money. Hello? So they ain't trying to help you with their smiling self. Stick you in that little room and then they leave and go, well, let me go talk to the manager. Well, it must be your day. Hello? Are, are, are you listening to me? That's a simplified way. So it's you that is making the bank that's making the rich their money, right? And so Jesus wants to disconnect all that. Come on now. Because the borrower is what? Service. Service. Servant to the lender. Proverbs 22, right? Now in Galatians. I was watching the, the uh, World Series last night. What I'd do is I'd mute them because I don't want to hear no 
Budweiser commercial and all that. I just pray in tongues and with my laptop and all my notes out in front of me and just listen to, to the Lord. And a, and, and, and a commercial came on. A bank. I thought to myself, that devil. The commercial said, what would you like power to do? Uh-oh, that's almighty dollar. What would you like power to do? Because in the natural, money got power. It kills folk. Come on now. It gets people this, you know why the, the multi-billionaires, you don't know their names? Because they want to live in seclusion. They've already found out that fame will choke the life out of you. They got to have security just to have, not, 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 not so much uh, as somebody going to kill them. Just to keep people off of them. Right? They don't know how to handle it. They stay locked up. They go from one hotel room, got to sneak out the back, got to do all this other stuff to go from another place. Right? All this stuff. What would you like power to do? And, man, I about, I about threw something at that TV. You devil from hell. I mean, I'm putting all this together, you know, listening to the Lord, right? And then that, 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 that's on that big old flat screen. What would you like power to do? I said, I got power of the Holy Ghost, power to get wealth. Don't need your power. What are they saying power is? Alone. What would you like power to do? We can loan this to you and it'll change your image. We can loan this to you and make life comfortable. We can, and it's a lie out of hell. It's designed for you to go out there and work now to get to that bank that told you you're going to have power. They're going to go to rich folk. Yeah. Hello? Should I stop? All right, Galatians. Oh, boy, boy, boy. And chapter 1, I mean chapter 4. Mm-mm-mm, help me, Jesus. Verse 1, now I say that the heir, as long as he is a child, ain't no different from a servant, though he be Lord of all. 
Now, understanding what he's saying here, even though he's Lord of all, he's still working that system. Why? Because he's a child. He doesn't know, hasn't been educated, hasn't been guided, hasn't been empowered according to how the kingdom operates. See? But is under. You got to go, you don't want, if you get under some teaching, or you going under. So it's easier to go under some Holy Ghost teaching to where you can rise up, but you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to humble yourself. It's humbling to say I goofed up my life with that. But it's under tutors and governors until the time appointed of the Father. What's the time appointed of the Father? When you grow up. When you have been tutored and, uh, and, and been guided into that you're an heir and you're supposed to be Lord over all this, not serving this, that world system. You're supposed to be lording over it. I'm going to show it to you now. Even so we, verse 3, when we were children, we're in bondage, under. There we are again, going down for the third time. We were under the elements of heaven. Huh? The world. Bondage. Children, uneducated. Didn't know what the book said. Didn't know our covenant rights. Hold your place here. And just flip over to Ephesians chapter 2. Let me see. Did I tell you wrong? Did I put it in my notes? You got to see this. You in a hurry? My plane ain't till tomorrow. Mm, mm, help me, Jesus. I thought it was right there. It talks about the uh, service of God. Somebody uh, punch in service of God. Tell me where that is. In the New Testament. Because you got to see this.
Anybody? Huh? Where? Ephesians 6, 6. No, that's where we were just at. Second Corinthians. It says service of God. What? No. Anyways, I'll find it later. Just for my own self. Uh. Back over here in uh, Galatians 4, verse 3. Even so we, when we were children or uneducated to our inheritance, were in bondage under the elements of the world, or we were locked into that borrowing lending system. That sounds right. That's it. That's it. Cost me a hundred. She got her hand out of here. Look at. <laughs> Romans 9 4, please. Who are Israelites to whom pertains the adoption and the glory and the covenants and the giving of the law and the. Now, see, you can run right past that. The service of God. See, we're talking about our whole lives are supposed to be a service to God. But no man can be a service to God if you're a service to that world system, whether knowingly or unknowingly or whatever. You following this? And this is not to de degrade anybody in here that's in debt. We've all... Went to that system for something, somehow, some way, right? Unless, unless we were born with a silver spoon in our mouth, and it wasn't me, right? Now, back over in, in Galatians, man, I, got, I don't want to put that stuff in my notes. That just cost me a hundred dollars right there. <laughs> Galatians four, uh, yeah, Galatians four. But, verse 3 again, even so we, when we were children, are not educated about our inheritance. Remember how he ends chapter 3. He says, if you be Christ, then are you Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. And if you back up in verse 13, Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us, for it is written, Cursed is he that hangs on a tree, so that the blessing of Abraham might come upon us. Right? Right? So that's what he's talking about. But he said, oh, but, but uh, you need to know this. If you aren't educated in this, even though you are that, you're not going to be partaker of that because you're going to be under the elements of this world. And there's a lot of Christians say, I'm a seed of Abraham. 
I'm blessed. And owe everybody in town. Now the good news about it is no matter how much debt you got, our God is a debt canceling God. Come on now. And no and if you're out of debt, you don't have to stay in that place. God didn't bring you out just to be in a survival mentality. He didn't bring you out just to stay a little bit ahead. He didn't he didn't he wants you worry free about finances. See? Now don't get mad at this. Because I could get the numbers if I wanted to, but if you if somebody pinpointed me right now how much money you got, I don't know. Now you give me a few hours, I could I could get pretty close. You understand? But I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I don't know what's all in our accounts. At, 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 and I see some of y'all tell right down to the penny. I don't know what she's got in her personal checking account. But it, but it, I would venture to say it's more than anybody in here. She doesn't know how much I have in our joint account. <laughs> What's up with that? But you give me some time, and you give me some time, and I can put them all together. You understand? But if somebody was to just pinpoint me right now, how, how much, how much, how much do you have on hand? I don't know. See, now don't get mad at that. Don't get mad at that, and and it's not your responsibility. Are you following? I just say, uh, you know, don't need all that no more. I mean. She don't know, I don't know how much she got in her dressing room. Cash. And she don't know how much I got stuffed in my suits in my, in my closet. Right. <laughs> no, I ain't telling you. That's, 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 that's just change. I, un, I'm not trying to. I'm just letting you. I'm. 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 I'm I want to. I want to. I want. Well. Even so. Even so, we are heirs. Even so, Christ has redeemed us from the curse. Even so, that we're Abraham's seed. You following this? We're still in bondage under the elements of the world. But when the fullness of time was come. Now the time appointed of the Father is when you and I grow up, when we're, when we're tutored. And it says here, but when the fullness of the time was come, God sent forth his Son made of a woman made under the law. So here we are under. So God has to send somebody under. 
to bring us up and above. So he had to come under the what? Now watch this, Pastor Kim. The law required this. You sin, you got to pay for it. You pay for it. It costs you money. What kind of sin did you do? Okay, that's going to be a lamb. Oh, no, man, I was going to get 100 bucks for that lamb at the stockyard. No, 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 you sinned. So now it costs you all the time you fed that lamb, all the time you raised that lamb, it's costing you for your liberty. So God's up there saying, that Egyptian system, see, God had to use that kind of system for Old Testament saints. But it couldn't purge their conscience. It couldn't give them a heart change. It couldn't change their spiritual DNA. But yet they blessed under that. They blessed. Are you following this? All right, now watch this. But when the fullness of time was come, God sent forth his son, made of a woman, made under the law that required you to earn, give money for your sacrifice, for your sin, for your liberty, to redeem them that were under the law that required you to earn your redemption. Boy, when this gets real to you. That we might receive. Well, wait a minute. If you be Christ, then are you Abraham's seed? That's all I need. Well, well, well hang on now, untutored one. Hello? That's why you got to have somebody instruct you. Come on now. Because we've been walking around all this time, you know. Well, I'm a child of the king. Right. Right. But when are you going to be a son and a daughter of the king? Come on now. When are we going to grow up? See? So, even though we're Christ and heirs according to the promise of Abraham, without the education system of how the kingdom operates, you are still going to serve this worldly mastering system. Even though Jesus came under it. That's why he had to be the sacrificed lamb. This is sinking into two or three of you. 
And so he paid the price for that mortgage debt. He took it away, nailing it to the cross. See, you, you, you just looking for some money, you know, to, some overtime to pay it off quick. Well, wonderful, but it's been nailed to the cross. That car note's been nailed to the cross. That student loan's been nailed to the cross. Hallelujah. See, but just hearing the preacher man say that is not going to bring the reality manifestation into your life. You got to be tutored to that. You got to grow up in how the kingdom operates. And there you are still struggling with the tithe. There you are anytime Pastor Jonathan starts preaching about finances. There he is trying. You see, you, you still, you're still struggling with that. You're still fighting the tutor. You ought to thank God that you're in a church. Bless God that preaches this stuff to you. Because once you break out of debt, man, you can breathe. That's, that stuff, boy, suffocates you. Now watch this. But when the fullness of time was come, God sent forth the Son, made of a woman, made under the law that required you to earn for sacrifices, to redeem them that were under the law that required what you earned for sacrifices, that we might receive the adoption of sons. And because you are sons, God has sent forth the spirit of his son into your hearts crying, Abba, Father. What do you mean, Abba, Father? Service to God. I'm out from underneath that now. What do you want me to do, Father? Yeah. Wherefore, verse 7, watch this now. Wherefore, you are no more, no more a servant to that system, but a son. And if you've grown up from a child to a son, then you are an heir of God through Christ. Oh, did that verse... How be it then? How be it? How be it? How be it you like you are now with all that? How be it? How be it you in debt like that? Look what he's saying. How be it then when you knew not Not God, you did, you did service unto them, which by nature, they ain't God, but they mastering over you. You're doing service to them. No, you can't go on no vacation. What are you doing? 
So here's your vacation. You got you got here's your vacation. You load up your cooler, you make some sandwiches, and you go down to the beach, public beach down there, and there you are, everyone else drunk, staggering around, there you are, trying to set up something, and you go down there early, but you gotta be home because you got work the next day. There's your vacation. Kids down there running all around the place, and you're sitting down there, you're miserable trying to figure out how you even going to pay for what you got in the cooler. My whole life is a vacation. I tell you what. Everywhere we go, it's first class. I ain't talking about just airplane. I'm talking about where we stay and everything else. How we eat. But see, I was sitting right where you sitting, listening to the preacher man preach, and I'm mad. But I wasn't mad at the preacher. I was mad at me. I was mad at my situation. Why sit we here till we die? See? And your divine nature. Why do you think, why do you think when you die, you explode into such extravagance of heaven? That's what you that's 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 the atmosphere. That your spirit is created. To live. See? And so what happens is the more you start being tutored, the more your divine nature gets angry because you look around at substandard. You look around at that car door that don't shut right, the window that don't roll up, the air conditioning ain't working. At one tire, you got to keep putting air in. Hey, am I talking to anybody? And that old dope dealer down the street comes in with his rims, booming all the way through there. Boom, 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 boom. And you're going to try to tell him about Jesus. I'm trying to get where we're going. Wherefore, you are no more a servant if you've been tutored, but a son, and if a son, then look out. You're about to start walking in your inheritance, heir of God through Christ. How be it then when you knew not God? You didn't know God. You're born again, filled with the Holy Ghost, speaking in tongues, but you didn't know God. You didn't know how God operated. You didn't know how God's system operated. Come on now. You just thought, you know, well, this is the hand I've been dealt. You know, I just make the best of it. See? No, 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 no. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Watch this now. You did service unto them which by nature are no gods. 
by nature. It's just, it's just the natural way the world operates. See? But I have not seen, nor ear heard, neither entered into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. But he hath revealed them to us by his spirit. But the natural man, the natural man. Now, if you went out to that natural man out there and 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 and, and try to tell him that uh, you know that that debt out there is his God, he'd laugh at you, because he 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 can't spiritually discern this. Now, remember what Jesus said: No man can serve two masters. See. Right? And so even though chapter 3, we preach it, we shout it, right? Why do you think it starts out in chapter 3? Having begun in the Spirit, are you now made perfect by the flesh? He ain't talking about that you started out in the Spirit, you know, just... Uh, uh, in the things of God, and now uh, you don't don't believe in God no more, and now you're doing it by the flesh. He's saying, look, you started out supernaturally. You got born again supernaturally, got filled with the Holy Ghost supernaturally, got healed supernaturally, and God, that's why he goes to verse 13, Christ hath redeemed us from the curse. And he brings in Abraham unto, the gospel was first preached unto Abraham. And he that worketh miracles among you, how does he do it? By the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? That's what prefaces this. See? In other words, you start out in spirit. Now, uh, you know. Now, 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 you look into the world system. That's where he's going in chapter four. Look at this, verse nine. But now, after that, you have known God, and He corrects Himself, or rather, are known of God. You don't know God. If you knew God, you wouldn't be in the mess you in. Hello? Well, I know God. Well, 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 honey, God ain't telling you to put shackles on. God ain't telling you to chain yourself up. Come on now. Come on now. Come on now. <laughs> he says this. How be it then? When you knew not God, you did service unto them which by nature are no gods. But now, now, after you've known God, or rather are known of God, how, how are you going back? How turn you again to that world system, that weak and what? Oh, here we go. Here we go. 
Put on your best suit, go in there and get that loan. Got your nice, got your hair all done up, makeup all done up. Just you want that impression because you that's begging. Oh, yeah, it's begging. I'm gonna make, I'm gonna make somebody mad, mad to where you break out today. I mean, this thing. Come on now, watch us now. <laughs> but now, after that, you have known God, or rather, have known of God. How turn you again to the weak and beggarly elements? Oh Jesus! Remember verse three. Even so, we, when we were children, were in bondage under the elements of the world system verse 9 how turn ye again to the weak and beggarly elements whereunto you desire again to be in bondage now see some people the theologians will tell you that what Paul is talking about is uh, you got a whole bunch of Jewish people that are still observing the feast, still doing all these live sacrifices versus the sacrifice of Jesus. Wonderful. It can pertain to that in the literal sense. But the progressive revelation of this, because, because, because when, it, when, it, when, it, when it talks about you observe days, months, and times, and years, those, those, those feasts are still being in motion forever, right? Right? But what's he talking about? He's talking about you observe 90 days, same as cash. Zero financing for 12 months. Buy on time, 30-year mortgage. You looking at what time can do if you work real hard and you earn. I'm all against good employment. I'm all against uh, promotions. I, oh, I'm, I'm not against. I'm all for. I'm saying against. I'm all for employment. Lord, help me. I, I, I tell you what. I'm all for employment. I'm all for promotions. Well, the, the spies will like to uh, have that little clip, that little sound bite. That was a blooper. Look at your neighbor and say, we just witnessed the very first ever and the last ever blooper Apostle Philip will ever say. <laughs> He's saying 
He, you know, you take, you take, you take the natural where Jesus sacrificed, did everything, and they're going back to to the old ways of doing things. Fine, but you bring that over into your inheritance, into the liberty where Christ has made. That's why it says in in in, in chapter five, verse one, stand fast in the liberty where Christ has made you free, and be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. See. See, see, see. Yeah. Yeah. Mama Alberta is reminding me of a time. I might have shared it here. I don't know. But uh, I was in driving by one of those check and go things. And the Lord says, stop, go in there. I said, what? <laughs> he said, stop, go in there. So I stopped, went in there, and there's a lady back there got an attitude. And there's two windows. And this guy over here is talking to this other gentleman. You know, they got this transaction going. And this lady's sitting down behind her desk back there and, and, and said, uh, Something along the lines of, uh, can I help you? I said, uh, no. I, you know, I'm just, I just come in here, you know. And when she found out that I wasn't in their system, her whole face changed. <laughs> and she got up from behind her desk, came and said, well, how may we help you today? Right? I said, I, you know, and I'm listening to this guy over here. And he and the guy saying, "No, it's due on such and such a time. That's when this thing's due." And he said, "Yeah, but I, I, I'm, I, it's, it's right at the last day of our vacation, and and I, and I, I really want to keep my kids down there. Can can you just say, please, please?" And he's begging. Yeah. And the Lord said, "You see that? See." And then finally, you know, when I made it clear to that lady that I wasn't in that system, you know, are you, are you following? But I'm looking at and I'm seeing that. It just grieves me. See? Well, why don't you do something about it? God didn't call me to fund poverty. He called me to teach his people the laws of the kingdom. Anybody can do this. Most Christians won't. You know why? You know why? You really want to know why? Four-letter word. Lazy. Because this takes work. You got to work the word. You have to turn that TV off. You got to be tutored. You got to listen to that message over and over again. You gotta squeeze every every bit of anointing out of that thing. Yeah, me and Mama Alberta, we took our credit cards out with the scissors, cut them all up. Back in the day. Now, like I said last Friday night, it's just a convenience card. 
They, they, they help track stuff for me. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I, I saw the statistic, and this has been about eight years ago, ten years ago when I saw the statistics, that uh, seven out of ten credit card holders are paying the minimum. So there's only three out of the ten, like myself, that just writes the check. But they're willing to deal with us three to get that seven. Because they ain't making, I mean, they make a little bit off the, you know, the, what, you, what you purchase, you know, whatever the, you, know, you understand what I'm saying? You follow what I'm saying? Seven out of ten. And that's an old statistic. And everybody's, everybody's looking at what, what, what's their credit report? Credit score. Well, oh, look at here. My credit score went way up. Isn't that sweet? Oh, I got a letter in the mail for my credit card, and they raised my limit. Wonder why. Now you're going to go out, it's already maxed out. Now you're going to put another 3300 on that thing. They raised your credit limit, and, you, and now you're going to be, your monthly payment going to be more. Folks, you know, this, 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 this ought not be. This ought not be. Yeah. You observe days, months, times, and years. I'm afraid of you, lest I bestowed upon you labor in vain. Do you see that? Verse 16, am I become your enemy? Because I'm telling you the truth? See? Now, Let's 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 get over here, Second Corinthians, and we'll close this out. Second Corinthians, chapter nine. This is God's solution. You don't have to participate. You can stay under the weak and beggarly elements. Many of our parents did that. Well, that's where we learned it. I, share, I shared it before. When I was 16 years old, I went down there to the bank. Mama uh, uh, co-signed a $500 loan, and, and uh, we went from one window to the next. I opened up a savings account for five, and put that $500. It was mine, I thought, and, and I put it in there, and after six months was done, I came back, pulled it out there, and went back and paid that loan off, and now I got credit. I'm telling all my friends, I got money in the bank. $500. All to get credit. To where when I could go in there at 18. Are you kidding? I got good credit. Had them charge accounts at Plum Jellies. 
That's a hardware store. Uh, we call them plum jelly, Mr. Llewellyn. And uh, you go down there and get a get a get a pound of sixteens, nails. Just just put it on charge, okay. Go to the grocery store, Fitch's IGA. They see the, one of the Derber kids come in. What's your mama need? Here's the list, okay. Just charge it. Got it. So it became so that you just charge, charge, charge. Well, I'm looking for somebody that'll charge their way right out of this mess. Thank you, Lord. Mm -hmm. Now watch this. 2 Corinthians 9. I'm in 1 Corinthians. Now watch this now. Now I'm in chapter 10. Come on. Chapter 7. 9. Now watch this. Verse 6. But this I say. Here it is. He which soweth sparingly shall reap also sparingly. He which soweth bountifully shall reap also bountifully. Every man according as he purposes his heart, so let him give, not grudgingly of necessity. For God loves a cheerful giver. And God is able to make all grace abound towards you that you always having all sufficiency in all things may abound unto every good work. As it is written, he hath dispersed abroad, he hath given to the poor, his righteousness remains forever. Now he, God, that ministers seed to the sower, both minister bread for your food and, multiply, and multiply. multiply your seed saved. Oh, multiply your seed sown. And increase the fruits of your righteousness, being enriched in everything to all bountifulness, which causes through us thanksgiving to God. Now watch this. For the administration of this, shout that word. For the administration of this service, what service? Seed, diamond, harvest. Sowing and reaping. This is the service. This is the multiplication. This is the increase. This is what is available. This is our inheritance. This is what brings us into more than enough. This goes beyond your job. This goes beyond your education. This goes beyond your age. This goes beyond your nationality. It is for every born again believer that will believe the word of God. I'm, I'm telling you what. It's how the kingdom operates. Shout in here something. This is the full service. Do you think Jesus just did a halfway job? Took care of the sin problem, but not the debt problem? This is how the service works. 
How many of you want to serve the Lord? This is how you do it. Look what it says. The administration. This is the, you know, you go into a, a, a college and you got to go in the admin office. The administration. Are you following what I'm saying? You just go in there. You, know, you just don't go in there and plop down any old class you want to. They're going to ask you a few things. Instruct you in a way where you should go. Boy, I don't know anything. The administration of this service not only what? 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 The water, woo! It ain't got nothing in here about your job. It's all up to what you give. Ain't got nothing to do with your job. You don't see nothing about your job right there. You don't see nothing about your education right there. You don't see nothing but by how you give. Now again, I'm not against. <laughs> For the administration of this service, it supplies two things. The one of the saints, and it keeps earth thanking God. Thank you, Jesus, for my car, my debt-free car. Thank you, Jesus, for my debt-free house. Thank you, Lord God, I'm free. Thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord. I can walk, I can walk through our house and just it almost, almost anywhere as I look, stop and have a moment. There's a picture hanging on, on, the, on the wall as you go up, uh, uh, well, I don't know what, no, at the top of the stairs now, uh, of, of our spiral stair that goes up, that winding stair up at the top. And I remember, man, no money. And we're in the Christian bookstore. And we see that picture now, Bird's like, I mean, it's almost $200. Are you kidding me? I don't get that. It just, and she's just staring at it. I don't get that. Now, see, credit card would have got that right that day. Right that day, walked right out of it. Right out there with it. No, I'm coming back for you. And it was about six months later. I got the money. I go there, and it's sold. It ain't there. And I said, ma'am, you remember that picture that was there? Oh, yeah, that, yeah. 
uh, a lady came in and bought that. I said, that's a pretty picture. i got to have that picture. Well, sir, uh, yeah. oh, we gotta, got to gotta, gotta find that picture. Well, and she started pulling magazines out. I said, in the name of Jesus. And she hadn't just flipped a couple pages. There it was. I said, there it is. That's it. She said, you want to order that thing? Order it. Pay for it now. It felt good. Pay for it now. I knew I had to pay for it right then. You understand? Because pressure from other things back in. You understand what I'm saying? Had to pay for it right then. When that thing come in, we're living in the camper. Ain't no room for it. But I went and picked that baby up. I went and picked that baby up. I brought that thing home when Alberta wasn't looking. I put that in there. There ain't no wall that didn't fit on, right? Set it down there, right? She walked in. She said, what's that? How's this for you, honey? She opened up. She said, Philip, it's that picture. I said, yeah, now we need a place. We need a wall now. All these little things, see, these little breakout moments. We went to we went to a meeting in Ohio, and uh, we had two hundred dollars to our name, and uh, it was in the daytime. The meetings were at night. Matter of fact, it was uh, uh, Happy Hunters, uh, Charles and Francis Hunter, the the healing ministry evangelists. They're in heaven now, uh, and uh, we went to this antique uh, store, and they had just put out on the shelf uh, the sower and the reaper. And Alberta saw that. I mean, she just gravitated straight to it. And she said, honey, look at that, right? She said, oh, that's you, that's me right there. I said, yeah, I'm trying to look, you know, see for the price, you know how you are, son. I pick it up, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to look like I'm examining. I'm looking on the bottom, see if it's. I'm talking about way back then. And, I, and there was no price. <laughs> so I asked, I, asked a, I asked a lady, I said, uh, how much is it? Oh, we haven't priced it yet. It just come out of an estate. I said, well, you know, uh, and, uh, well, you know, can you give me a price? She said, well, I, I, how about uh, $200? I choked. $200. Again, here's that $200 mark. And it choked me. And I didn't buy it. And, you know, we went to the service that night, you know, and it just, you know, you know when you missed an opportunity because of fear and lack and everything just swarming around you. Know, I'm trying, I'm trying to, you know, get into the service, but I'm still, you know, and finally all I want to do is go home. We were in Ohio. I just want to go home. So we went home without the sower and the reaper. And uh, get back home, and I get praying, Lord, said, how come you didn't get that for your wife? 
and uh, you know when God asks you something then he answers it before you can hem and haw about something are you concerned you're going to run out of money you thinking that's all the money you ever going to have Lord forgive me make a way make a way where there is no way and one of the members in our church was from that particular Ohio uh, city. And she came up to me and she said, uh, Pastor, I'm going uh, up there to visit my mom or something like that. I said, you know where this that antique Oh, yeah, know it well. She was raised in that, in that town. I said, there's a sower and reaper in there. Take his $200. Don't say nothing to nobody. Bring it back. She said, okay. So she did. And, you know. Uh, had it in a box, you know, and then uh, Sunday morning, Alberta comes walking in. And there's this box on the uh, on the front of the church, you know, and oh, and now you got to understand that was huge gift back then, right? And she opens it up, right? So I can see that it's sitting on our mantle of our house, over our fireplace, yeah. And see, that speaks to me, and I see that, and I go, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Look what you've done. Look where you've taken me. Right? Now, I keep, every time I say $200, something's sparking inside of me. Now, watch this. These shoes are my breakout shoes. I didn't know it. Until I was packing to come down here, the Lord said, grab them shoes. Now, you got to understand, I got, you know, a few pair of shoes. <laughs> what are y'all laughing about? I got a few pair of shoes that are special to me. <laughs> when I was getting ready, I hardly ever wear these shoes anymore. When I was getting ready, Lord said, take those shoes. I'm going to do something with those shoes. That's going to cause a breakout. I said, Lord, please. Don't, 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 you know, just let me teach. This is my family down there. They're, they already got to deal with me wearing white and the long hair. They're already getting enough slack coming in here and having to listen to me like that. We don't need none of this going on. You know what the Lord says to that? Will you be embarrassed for me, Philip? These shoes... Let me give you the history behind these shoes. We were living in a penthouse. Remember when we went through all that, right? And the Lord said, <clears throat> I want you to buy some really nice shoes. I don't even know where you buy really nice shoes. I ain't talking about pay less. 
Don't get mad at that. Follow me in this. I'm starting to lose people in here. But whoever's going to break out, this is your day. And so i got to find some white alligator shoes, not the alligator print. Don't be looking at everyone's shoes now. Don't be looking at not the, not, not the crocodile print. You gotta understand. We live in it, we live in it, we live in we live in the penthouse. We don't we we don't we're not where we are today. Right? And so I finally said, Holy Ghost, you gotta help me. I don't there ain't no stores around here. Go online, I'll direct you. So I went online. I don't even know. I, at that time, I don't even know the names like I do now. Mari, Meslin, David Eden. On and on and on, right? Right? I ain't talking about floor shine. I ain't talking about that. Those are, now, I got some. They're comfortable. No, I ain't talking about them. Right? Don't get mad at that now. Don't get mad at that. I'm, these are my breakout shoes. I didn't know they were my breakout shoes. I didn't know that until I was packing to come down here that these are my breakout shoes. And they're not a breakout shoes for me. They're a breakout shoes for you. <laughs> now, watch this. I find these shoes, thousand dollars. What? What? My mind starts cranking. Up until that time, I, I, I my shoes are. Uh, if, if, if they even get close to a hundred, man, I, I mean, just as soon as I get home from church, I'm taking them, baby. Oh, I mean. You know, little bags. You put them in. You know all that. You know, Thousand dollars? Are you kidding me? Paying no thousand dollars for them no shoes? My daddy, my daddy wore boots all his life. You know, if he just, if he'd have been right beside me, you gonna do what? Well, you know how many pair of boots you can buy for them with that right there? And see, my mind's cranking. You know how many pairs of shoes I could have for a thousand dollars? I didn't know anybody. Had a thousand dollars shoes on. Now hang on now, hang on, hang on. I'm here to help you. See? And so I said, Lord, I don't want to pay no thousand dollars. You see, you don't have to. I said, is this thousand dollars? Shop around. Now you know what you're looking for. I found the same shoes, 600. I felt good about 600. God trick you. He'll trick you. 600, that's still $600 for a pair of shoes. Way back then. 
I feel good about it. I'm getting a thousand dollar pair of shoes for six hundred. What a deal's that? Right? I bought these shoes and when they came in, I had my cheap white suit. And my alligator shoes on. And if it, if it were raining outside, you'd be wiping them babies home. I didn't realize there's a reason why they alligator. Listen, listen, listen. There's a reason why these babies. Now, see, you didn't know me when I had one pair of shoes preaching and wore a hole in them shoes and the heel flopping. Flop, flop, flop. And then it, it, it stretched us to take it to the shoemaker, and I had to see how much it's going to cost before I let them repair it. See, and have to wear them babies in the wintertime. They were loafers. Feet all cold. Only a pair I had. See, see. Right? And I put these babies on, and something happened to me. These didn't make me. It was moving into what God had, his obedience that did something to me. Not the shoes. Are you following what I'm saying? Follow this now. Now, these shoes are what? Almost two decades old. There's a reason why you them other... Uh, don't get mad at me. But you go you go buy Payless and all that, you, there's a smell. Oh, y'all know that smell. Ooh, that smell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It stink up the whole closet. I, th I think I smell that aroma now. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Just kidding. These shoes snap something in me for me. It broke me out into the reality that I didn't know what was out there and what had still had me in captivity. 
See? And the Lord said, take those shoes. <laughs> what are you going to do with them? No. No, they, these snappers are going with me, baby. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. I'm going to tell you what the Lord told me. Now, y'all going to think it's crazy, but putting mud in somebody's eyes is crazy. Telling them to dip in the Jordan's crazy. Come on, right? The Lord told me to step on your offerings this morning. Now, watch this, watch this. I said, Lord, come on. How beautiful are the feet of them. That walk on the now these are debt free breakout shoes. And if you're looking for a breakout, there's something about two hundred dollars. I ain't saying that for everybody, I, but there's something about it this morning. It, it's something that keeps leaping inside. You do whatever you want to do. But if if that's you this morning, you you ready to break out of debt or you ready to break out of the level you are, get your seed ready, put it up here. And I'm going to take these breakout shoes. I'm going to march all over them. Now, if you think that's crazy, stay out of it. I'm, I was, you know, the testimonies will come in one way or the other. Hallelujah. And there it is. And then I'm going to go eat. I'm done. I'm going back to Kentucky. I'll see you next time. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Now, I have never, ever done this before in my life. Of course, I've never, ever had a blooper either. Just kidding. Right? The Lord takes the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. Somebody in here I have been sent to today to break you out of whatever you're in, wherever, whatever level. If it's a debt level, if it's a uh, stagnant level, if it's a stuck in this area level, whatever it may be. See, this takes faith on my part to do this because it's not something I, I would, hey, if I said this, if I said this, hey, I'm going to help you out. If I said put it on the altar, I'm going to lay my hands on it, nobody have a problem. Right? 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 Because we're used to hands. God said my feet. Hallelujah. We're singing, victory is mine, victory is mine, victory today is mine. I kick Satan in his behind. Victory today is mine. 
picked them in his behind. We're going to put some stuff under our feet. Is this it? I'm ready. Oh, okay. I was ready to do my two-step. This is a first for me. <laughs> of the grave if Jesus should tarry I'm going to be buried in these shoes oh yeah I am I was praying this morning I said if he said break our shoes I'm going to be buried in them my kids might be fighting over them <laughs> they don't, they don't have to worry about that. Uh, hallelujah This is about the craziest thing I've ever seen in my life. Those of you that are visiting, uh, well, praise the Lord. talk to God a moment. Jesus, you said to do this. I never would have thought this up in a million years. So I am using my faith, being obedient to your spirit. These people are using their faith. 
being obedient to the prophet. And we believe we're going to receive a prophet's reward, which is the message that he carries, that this, what's the date today? 27th of October, 2019, is a breakout out of debt. It's a breakout out of whatever level anybody in this place is participating in, and I establish it now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Philip. (laughs) 
He said, thank you, Philip. Now I can do some things. I'm just telling you what the word of the Lord. See, there are certain things God can't do until something is preached, until an action is taken, until an obedience is fulfilled that releases him to do what needs to be done. And he just said, thank you, Philip. Now I can do some things. Some things. Oh, that thing might be a car. That thing might be a house. That thing might be a yeah, 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 yeah. Hallelujah. Well, the administration of this service supplies the one of the saints and is abundant to many thanksgiving unto God. On behalf of Mom Alberta and myself, it is always, always, always a joy to be with you. Always. And I can't say that about every place I go. Some places, I'll call Mom Alberta up and I'll say, honey, I'll be home soon. Uh, you know, praise the Lord. She'll say, how's it going? I'll say, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory be to God, but not here. Not here. And we love you. I mean, we love you. And I can tell when my feet hit this. I could tell things were breaking. Right? And so uh, I'm just thrilled that I obeyed. I'm thrilled that you obeyed. And God says, I can do some things now. So put your hands together. Welcome your pastor one more time. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Wow. Wow. God knows how to finish things strong. We have been so blessed this week by the word, the revelation we have received, and um, the moves of the Spirit of God in each service. And I'm just thankful. Um, we can't thank you all enough for your ministry. I want y'all to put your hands together and give God a big thanksgiving praise for Apostle Derber, Mama Alberta. Come on, come on, come on, come on. leaving a restaurant last night and uh, as usual we're fighting over the meal uh, and I won again I've learned how to do this deep and uh, we were we were fighting over the ticket the bill no yeah nobody fights over the meal we fight over the bill but I won again um I mean, to this week. Not by much. Not by much. And we were outside, standing in a restaurant outside, and uh, 
he was just saying thank you again. And I said, you know, the Shunammite woman was no fool. The Bible says that as often as the prophet passed by, she compelled, she constrained him to eat. She understood that whenever a prophet comes by, you honor that prophet. I'm glad that you all see that. You know, as a pastor, I got to say, you know, my wife and I have been saying this there. So many people who chose to skip out this week. And these are the very ones who sit in our office asking for help. I need financial help. I need, I'm wearing debt. I'm wearing like, blah, 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 blah. They're not, they're not getting more of my time. That's it. See, because when you're, when, when, remind me of the story I heard about the man who was uh, stranded on a, on, a, on a desert island. Remember that story? Deserted island. And he crying to God, send me some help. One day a, a boat comes by. And he said, no, I'm waiting on something else. Cool, keeps going. Ralph comes by. No, I'm waiting on something else. And he finally dies. And the story told, he gets to heaven and said, God, I was asking you for help. Why do you send me to help? And God said, I sent a raft. I sent a boat. I sent a helicopter. I sent you everything you needed. So God has sent to us an apostle with a financial anointing on his life. And we know he works in miracles, signs, wonders, and so forth in all other areas. But I mean, I'm talking about what people need all the time. And uh, we can't thank you enough. And I thought, man, you're going to walk in this money? Praise God. Put your feet right on it. I'll make sure you get on mine a couple times. I'm debt-free, but I'm no millionaire yet. So I want millionaire feet on my seed. Hallelujah. The next time we'll see him, I'll say, I'm putting putting multi-millionaire feet on my seed. That's what God's doing. Praise God. Now, we're going to close here, but if you perhaps missed out, you say, that wasn't my word, or perhaps you didn't, I didn't have the money. When we close out, just come right by and put your seat in there because don't, don't just say, well, I, don't have, I didn't have the 200, so I'm not going to get in on anything. Don't do that. Don't do that. Get something in the ground. Get something. My wife and I have the stories of the 67-cent seeds when that's all you have. So you have to get in on it at your level, wherever you are. Trust God. God has a plan for you and me, every one of us, to be out of debt, living in abundance, and pay masters of the gospel. That's the plan. So here's our opportunity to get in on that. If you're one of our members and maybe you're watching at home or you're not a member watching at home, go on our website. Click on the, on the giving button over there. Click on that giving button and take it to a page. And on that page, uh, you click on uh, guest speaker and Philip Derber. His name is right on there. Just, this is seed is for Philip Derber. And it's going to go to him just like all this, all the offerings we got going right to him. Uh, because we need this seed in some extraordinary ground this week. Amen. So when we close service, if you didn't get on that, just, just walk on by and just drop your seed up there. We'll put it all together and uh, you'll be included. Amen. We're going to be back uh, Wednesday night for our 
regular midweek service, not regular, it won't be regular. Midweek service on Wednesday night, prayer Tuesday at noon, prayer Wednesday morning at 7 a.m. And then uh, Friday night, we're having our flight team uh, bowling, uh, uh, Super Bowl, amen? So all the flight teams will be there, 10 p.m. bowling lanes. As we celebrate our 21st church anniversary, we'll continue that on next Sunday morning, celebrating our 21st church anniversary. We're so grateful for those of you who are here and a part of this church. We look forward to all that God has in store for you individually and for us as a ministry uh, in this city, in this region. Praise God. Other than that, we're excited and happy. I don't want to step on it. I'll keep his feet. might be the last one. The feet touch that. Praise God. Praise God. <laughs> I'm following his footsteps. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. So um, we're going to be blessed to see y'all in this week. Mom and Dad, would y'all please come and close and just close a final blessing over this house? Marshall Lees would say, Jen Jai, let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for finishing strong, Lord, and, and the destination and the uh, plan that you have for these, your people. We thank you, Lord, that it just continues to flourish in an accelerated rate. Lord, you know how we carry this church and these people in our hearts. And how we feel that is no comparison to how you carry them in your heart. So lift your hands to heaven. We bless you financially, socially, and spirit, soul, and body out of the house of the Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, so be it. Amen.